If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. What's up, everybody? It's Ross Simmons, the founder of Foundation Marketing, and this episode of Create Like the Greats is a little bit different from our usual. Typically, we have in-depth breakdowns of some of the greatest creations of all time. Sometimes we have journal entries, and this is going to be exactly that, a journal entry. A journal entry where I give you a glimpse into my world, my life, and the things that I've done, things that I've experienced, and some of the reasons why I've done them. Most recently, I have landed back in Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's where I live. Some of you might be surprised. Some of you might be looking at your computer, your phone, and thinking, what in the world? Ross lives in Nova Scotia? Where's that? It's on the east coast of Canada, right above Maine. Small little place, but a beautiful little place. Although we are getting snow right now, so I'm not too happy about that, but that's beside the point. What I want to talk about today is what my first half of this week looked like. Started on Sunday and ended yesterday. 48 hours in New York, how I maximized my time and was able to drive results from it. In this episode, I'm going to talk you through what I did, why I did it, how I did it, how I managed it, and how I was able to keep myself moving to make this trip worth it. All right, let me take you back into time. Let me take you back into time probably about four months ago when I first got an email from someone who asked me, Ross, are you interested in speaking at this conference? You would be giving a keynote. There's a few workshops you could hold. And it's going to exclusively be SaaS founders, C-suite executives, director level people. And here's a handful of different names of the people that will be there. Now, this was probably one of the best pitches that I've ever seen. It was one of the best pitches that I've ever seen because it was in depth. It was intentional. They did their research to know that foundation services SaaS companies. In fact, some of our clients were going to be there. And they mentioned a handful of my friends from the industry that would also be there speaking, etc. So in my mind, it was a no-brainer. I said, yes, let's do it. This is going to be a great investment. A great investment for me to be able to show up at this event, connect with people, build relationships, and turn those relationships into potentially partners. So I agree. You fast forward a few more weeks, a few more days, and they're asking for promotion. We promote it, we share it on LinkedIn, we share it on social, et cetera. One of the lessons that I got from this, and you might be wondering, what is the event? The event was called Ascent, Ascent, A-S-C-E-N-T. One of the lessons from this was the power of follow-up. The person running this event followed up consistently, time and time again. They were following up, asking for likes on posts, asking for shares, asking to tag people. They were relentless with their outreach. It was inspiring to see. Did I oblige to everything? No, not even close. I, I didn't have time to take part in all of the promotion and amplification. And because this wasn't an event that I was being paid to come out and speak for, it was more so of a, a business investment that I had decided that I was willing to make. I didn't feel obligated to go out and be heavily promoting it. So I did promote it to a handful of individuals. I put out some, but I didn't go as aggressive as a few. With all that said, fast forward a few more weeks, I developed my deck. My deck in presentation was all about artificial intelligence and how marketers, marketing teams, organizations need to think about AI as an opportunity across the full spectrum of their business. From research to creation to distribution to optimization, there are opportunities for AI to improve the way that we do our business. There's ways for AI to accelerate the rate in which we are doing our work. And I talked about this in this presentation. I talked about how AI can be used in the research process to analyze reports, how you can take a report from a wide ranging different SEO, social media, analyst tools, upload them to ChatGPT and get them to summarize and give you details on that report. I talked about how ChatGPT and the various AI tools can be used to create long form content. And this was one of those topics and one of the pieces that I thought was going to get people a little bit upset 
And it did because there were writers in the room. There were designers in the room. And when I started to talk about how you can create so much content at scale quickly on the back of AI, they were in many ways a little bit upset. I get it. But at the end of the day, this is the world we live in. I talked about how AI can be used to essentially transcribe podcasts, how the description of this podcast may in fact have been created using an AI tool that I'll share with you in a few days, maybe a few weeks. We'll see. There is a ton of opportunity with AI. And I also talked about how optimization can be done, how tools like phrase, content harmony, et cetera, and so much more can be used to improve the way in which your content is optimized for search. And finally, 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 I talked about how we as an industry have failed the industry. Content marketers have failed content marketing because we've over-indexed on the idea of content. We've created a bunch of content. We've preached at the top of our lungs to create content, and we've forgotten about the power of marketing. And it is a shame. It is a shame because now there are a ton of content firms that are just producing content at scale, at mass, without actually thinking about the quality of the content, without actually thinking about the value of the content and the user on the other end that needs to receive and consume that content and needs to be happy with that content. I talked about this in my presentation. I gave this presentation before, so it wasn't the first time that I gave it, but it was had to be done in an interesting scenario, a scenario that I never actually encountered before. I had to give this presentation in 15 minutes. I had 15 minutes on stage to present on AI, a topic that I've been studying for over three years now and how it has an influence on marketing. My mind was blown. How in the world am I going to speak for 15 minutes on a topic that typically takes me an hour to go through with questions and answers, et cetera, but I found a way. I had to delete a bunch of slides, remove these slides. I did it while on the plane, as well as in the backseat of my dad's car while he was driving me to the airport one morning. I did all of this while in commute. Got ready, got prepped, got ready, and I knew that I was gonna be able to rock it. Would it be fast? Yes. Was I gonna have to speak fast? 100%. But I was ready and good to go. I sent that over to them for final review, I believe on Sunday morning at like 4 a.m. when I was driving to the airport. Then, while I was in the air, I was doing a handful of work, writing emails, et cetera, getting ready. And then I said, no, I'm going to sleep. And I slept for the first flight. So I do try to work on most flights, but this one in particular, I had to sleep because that night was one of my cousin's wedding party things. It was like a reception or post-wedding ceremony. So we were up late and I had only four hours of sleep. So I slept on the plane. One thing that I have not invested in that I think I'm going to invest in very soon is a neck pillow because my neck still right now is a little bit cramped because I think of that first flight and how I was sleeping, but that's beside the point. So I do that, I get there, and I love to work hard. I think one of my biggest differentiators between myself and many people that I come across is that when I'm wired in and I'm working, I don't really, I separate the human side of it from me as an individual and I just focus on the task at hand. I just get it done. The pain of sleep, exhaustion, or missing out on something doesn't exist. I love it. I enjoy the work, but I'm also a huge football fan. So when I realized that I was flying in on a Sunday and it was going to be in the morning, I knew that the games would be starting at 1 p.m. So as soon as I landed, I checked into my hotel. I got a ticket to the Giants versus Jets game and I got to the stadium and I went and I enjoyed the game by myself. A lot of people don't like going to things by themselves. I get it. Personally, I don't mind it. I love it. I enjoy having solo time for myself to enjoy a game, to take it all in, to be able to just sit there amongst a bunch of fans, have no dog in the race. I don't care if the Jets win. I don't care if the Giants win. I don't like the Giants because they're in the same division as the Eagles, but that's not really a real thing that matters in my life. But 
I was able to cheer for the Jets. The Jets won. It was crazy. Wild game. My dad's a Giants fan, so I brought him back some swag as well. So the game is raining. I did not overly plan for my transportation after I assumed that it would be like most football games and most stadiums where there's a lot of great transit and a lot of great transportation rules and guidelines. There wasn't many. So I just followed the crowd, got on a train, ended up in New Jersey, and then took that same train that I got in to get to New Jersey all the way back to Penn Station, which is in the middle of New York. Came out, looked around a bit, checked out the New York scenery and vibe and energy, checked out the Times Square, then got some messages with one of my colleagues from back home who happened to also be at Ascent, peers, less colleagues works at a SaaS company, kind of call everyone colleagues in Nova Scotia, small spot. We grabbed dinner, we chopped it up, saw some of the speakers who were going to be speaking at the event the next night at the same spot that we were at for the restaurant. That got me excited. Went back to the hotel, got ready in the morning and was ready to rock and roll. My time zones got mixed up a little bit. So I was there ready to speak at a time in which I was not there, which forced me to be early at the conference and early to get prepared. The great folks over at Dream Data hooked me up with an amazing shirt that says content isn't king, distribution is. I gave them a big hello, a big what's up and was able to chat with them. I have an episode with them that is available on their podcast. Definitely recommend you check it out and I'll include a link to it in the show notes. After that, I had to give a workshop a workshop was a nine person round table where we were able to talk about business. One thing about me is I'm an introvert, but I love talking about business. I'm an introvert at nature at my heart. So it was an exhausting time for me, but I loved and enjoyed the conversations that I had with peers. A lot of people that I met on the internet, a lot of connections that I know through LinkedIn were there and were present and they showed up in a real way. People sat at my table. I was able to chat with them. I was able to connect with someone who I've done work with in the past, as well as that I'm a big fan of. And we were able to chop it up and chat quite a bit around business, around marketing, about growth, about their goals and where they want to go next and what they might do next and so much more. It was a great time to connect with multiple people who I have already established relationships with, but also to connect with some new. At the end of a workshop, my workshop in this particular event was twofold. One, it was on content marketing and one was on AI. The first one was on content marketing and a bunch of people came to sit at this table and just chat about content marketing. We did that. We discussed content marketing, our strategies, our challenges, our way of thinking about it, all of that good stuff. We discussed it in depth. At the end, one to make the most of that relationship building time, we put our name tags on the table, took some photos, and I will take everybody's name down, write it up on LinkedIn, and add those people as a connection. Once added to my connections, they'll see my content, we'll stay in touch, we'll engage. A few of them I'll probably try to follow up with to book some time and connect even deeper to see if there's an opportunity for Foundation to collaborate with them. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with your customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. It's kind of like trying to remember the name of the guy that you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Was it Don? Was it John or Sean? Who knows, right? It's like that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution program, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that helps handle frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps your reps anticipate customers' needs. And a full 360 view of every customer so you can go to market and your go-to-market team can have a pulse on the accounts before you try to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale, support, drive retention, and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service, happier customers at every single stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more with your customers today.
After that workshop was done, a few people found me, sent me some DMs and wanted to connect face to face. So I grabbed some coffees and some teas one-on-one with a few people and were able to connect with them. At this point, I was getting a little bit tired. So I came back in and went and listened to a few of the, the keynotes, answered some emails and went back for lunch. At lunchtime, sat down with again, some executives, some peers, some colleagues, chopped it up, discussed business, discussed marketing growth, their opportunities, their challenges, problems, all that good stuff. And then I decided that I was going to again, go back and listen to a few keynotes. After that, grab tea with a few of our individuals. I was drinking tea at this point because I didn't want to be over-caffeinated before my talk. Gave my talk at about four. I went on stage, rocked the mic, did my thing all about AI. I spoke directly after Rand Fishkin, great friend, great peer, great colleague. Was able to connect with Rand afterwards and, and chat a little bit more about marketing and business. He gave a great talk on attribution in Google. It was amazing. If you're not familiar with Rand, check out his stuff. He was the uh, original founder of Moz and the current founder of SparkTor, co-founder. Casey. From that, I gave my talk. Everybody was buzzing. People loved it. 15 minutes, fastest I ever talked, fastest presentation I ever gave, delivered it. People were enjoyed it. It was great. I got a bunch of people to meet up with me as my next workshop, which was also on AI. They attended and we talked about that same concept that I had in my presentation, except we got a little bit more deeper into the weeds and talked about things like mid-journey and dove into how it can be used and how to write a great prompt and things of that nature. It was awesome. Again, got everyone to put their name tag on the table, took a picture, and we'll be able to stay connected with some of those folks as well. Well, all right, that was essentially the day. Then we went into the happy hour. There was a happy hour. I just essentially was there for probably about 20 minutes, hung out for a bit, met some more people. Then I had a dinner that I was invited to. I went to this dinner with a handful of different execs from SaaS companies, hung out with them for the evening, got back to my room, woke up the next morning, went to a brunch actually with another friend, had brunch, thought I might be late for my flight, wasn't late for my flight, got to the airport, checked in and went home. That was my 48 hours in New York and how I was able to maximize my time. You might be wondering, Ross, what will be the results from that? The results are twofold. One, I'm energized. I feel great. I met some great people. I was able to reconnect with some great friends and some great marketing executives who always just talking to them fill me with energy and excitement around the industry, around growth and around opportunities that I can unlock, but also just some good old fashioned friend time to spend time with some people that I care about in the industry and that I know very well. In addition to that, I feel like I did build some net new relationships. So while the old relationships were nurtured and very rewarding and energizing, I have new relationships as well that will be presenting a lot of opportunity for growth and development and personal connection. Not only personal connection, but potentially some revenue on the back of foundation and our being our ability to turn those contacts, turn that relationship into a customer. That is why I went. I went for that experience. The experience that I had was exhausting and tiring, especially when you keep in mind that I had to get back home and be at my doorstep with all of my kids to take them out for Halloween and go trick-or-treating. We all dressed up as a bunch of dinosaurs and as Jurassic Park would kind of say, we went out there and had a great time. What Jurassic Park said, let me pull up the quote. I want to pull it up because this is what I shared on social is something that I think is applicable to our costumes, but it was also applicable to my talk on AI. And it was this, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. That is something that I'm seeing right now in the wonderful world of AI. A lot of people building things, a lot of people creating things, so preoccupied with whether or not they could do it, they haven't thought to think if they should. Folks, 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit different from our usual style, our usual format, but it gives you a glimpse into my last 48 hours and how I was able to optimize it for both results in New York and getting recharged and re-energized to create something great the rest of this quarter. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, night, or weekend, and I will see you on the internet. Go create something great. If you want to know how to create like the greats, let's break.